This is James Montgomery, and this is the Stinger Podcast. Uh, today, I wanted to kind of open up and talk about uh, the NFL, just how it's going. And um, the thing that I just want to point out is that I think everybody realizes that the NFL's lost a lot of physicality, you know, and uh, there's all these ticky tack calls. People um, are getting flagged for a lot of things that are just like, you know, you, you kind of are like, what happened? Like he touched him. What, you know? And, uh, uh, it, it, it came very apparent now. Now, now the reason this all happened is because of all the injuries, you know, concussions, these things are real. Right. And I think, um, people don't give that enough thought. And so I do think it's good that the game's safer. However, there's just, all, I, I think officials need to be coached up a little better on letting a few things go, not, not everything, of course, you know, things that are really dangerous, but things that are just these, these ticky tack calls are just kind of ridiculous. And uh, I think everybody, all the fans agree. I don't think anybody disagrees. Okay. Now it came apparent when um, Tom Brady was interviewed, uh, I think it was last night, yesterday. And he, uh, he was talking exactly about this, this very thing. He states that, you know, when you had a really high skilled team, you know, such as the Kansas city chiefs or somebody who's like really good uh, passing the ball or, or the, their team's fast or they're just well run and, and skilled, you would just counteract that with a tough team and they could beat them. And nowadays there's just no real tough teams outside of one. And that is the Tennessee Titans. And everybody knows that because they got Derrick Henry and it, to be honest, you should be rooting for the Tennessee Titans. And you might ask, why? Why should I be rooting for the Tennessee Titans? I, I'm, I'm a Jaguars fan, or I'm a, I'm a Colts fan, and I hate them. No, you should be rooting for them because they bring the physicality part to the sport. They're the only good team without a top 10 quarterback, right? When you think of, like, the teams that are in the top 10, uh, they all have, like, the top 10 quarterbacks, right? except for the Titans. I think they're, they're, you know, arguably top 10, 12 team. They're going to, they're probably going to make the playoffs, right? Unless the Colts come out of nowhere, which the Colts also have a physical presence with them, with their offensive line. You know, the Cleveland Browns kind of have that, but you really want a good or an excellent team that is physical to be one of the top teams in the NFL because it creates parity. You don't just want teams that have good quarterbacks to win the game every single time. I'll tell you why. Um, when you do that, it's so easy and predictable that it's no longer fun for the view. Take basketball, okay? Take basketball. Who watches basketball? Okay, yeah, me neither. Okay, they constantly are scoring. It's no, it's like there's no defense. It's really difficult to just. You're almost like saturated with offense. You know, you're just saturated. And it's very unenjoyable, in my opinion. So, um, and, and that, this is pro basketball specifically. You know, college basketball, there's a lot of things about it that I like. But um, pro basketball specifically, it's just hard. It's just really hard to, to get into because it's just offense. You know, who makes the most baskets? And the NFL, if you're not, you know, if we're not careful, it's just going to turn into that. And you're going to be so um, – Oh, like saturated with offense that it's going to become mundane, you know, take, you know, everybody compares it to the CFL, the CF, if you go watch the CFL, it's all, you know, passing and 
if you're really into that, you can just go watch that, you know. But I just think if, if we don't have a physical presence in the NFL, you're losing the game and what it used to be. And Tom Brady even stated that, you know. And Tom Brady is a guy who's benefited from having all these rule changes. So it's somebody who you're going to listen to. And he's the best at what he does, right? So, you know, before you, you know, get – get lulled to sleep by the Titans, I think that's a team you should be rooting for. And you hope that they do well because they're the last one. Like, when you really think about it, they're like the last team. You know, and I'm not saying Tannehill's a bad quarterback, but he's definitely not the top – he's not a top 10 quarterback. And they're really the last team that is able to hang with all the better teams and, you know, really just, like, get away from them, you know, beat them. And that's something that we should be – we should be rooting for. Just to give you a little history on where this came about, I blame this whole thing on one person. His name's Hal Mummy. Okay, uh, before uh, Mike Leach, before Lane Kiffin, before Chip Kelly, all these fast-paced offensive, like pass the ball a lot. You know, you run just because you want to keep the defense honest. It's not really a balanced offense. It's just I'm going to rip the ball sixty times because it's fun, right? The guy who started all this was called Hal Mummy. And the only reason I know about this guy is because I used to play at the University of New Mexico. I was a walk-on linebacker. I wasn't even a, a, a player. But we would go down and we would play New Mexico State. And they were a uh, – this is the last time New Mexico State was any good. I, I, they had a 6-6 six and six season like in the last 10 years. But before that, the only, the only time they were ever competitive is when Hal Mummy was there. And – uh, we would always, our, the way our team was built was we were big and physical. We were huge. Our running backs were like 250. Our line was massive. And we would just basically maul you at the line of scrimmage. So teams like this did very poorly against us, right? Um, that's usually how we had an advantage against teams like this, right? We didn't have the athletes everybody else did. So we would just make sure we were bigger and stronger than everybody, not faster. And, uh, it, it worked against teams that didn't have very good recruiting, such as New Mexico State. Like, who's going to go there, right? So, uh, you know, against better teams, it was obviously – it didn't matter, right? They were they had better athletes. But for teams like New Mexico State, there was a game I remember. I think we threw the ball eight times. We had 400 yards rushing. And, I mean, we won maybe by one or two scores, but we just ran them over. Right, but the first person who came up with this high-powered offense was uh, Hal Mummy, and he's the one to blame for why the uh, football's gone that way. He's he embedded it with Mike Leach. Mike Leach went to Texas Tech. They started putting up all these ridiculous numbers. I think they beat Texas and Oklahoma one year, and it was just kind of a big deal. Like Michael Crabtree was on the team. You know, uh, that's where Patrick Mahomes is from. Before Cliff Kingsbury was Mike Leach. You know, so all these, uh, all these like offensive minds from that air from that like school of thought was from that person right he was the one who basically started it now it, to say it's like you know bad for the game is wrong but to say like the fact that it's all shifting that way i would just be careful to to root for it because it's just going to saturate the game and it's not going to be as enjoyable as it would be if there was at least a couple teams in there that just kind of are an anomaly and they throw you off like the Titans. You're, you're like, why did they Titans just win? You know, and everybody counted the Titans out at the beginning of the year because they lost to the jets. That was a bad game. Right. And they lost to Arizona. That was ugly. Both two ugly games. Right. 
you lose to the Jets, the worst team in the league almost, and you lose to the Cardinals now. The Cardinals are blowing everybody out. So you look back and you're like, ah, oh, that wasn't that bad of a loss. But I think if they played the Cardinals again, it wouldn't be the same game, right? It was week one. You know, a lot of things happened week one. Um, anyway, you want the Titans to do well, okay? You want them to do well. And I don't think there needs to be much else said. You know, you got to like the way things are done. And Mike Vrabel's an old, you know, he was kind of in the transitionary phase. He played for the Patriots and he was a linebacker uh, back in the, you know, early 2000s. So it, that was when the game was transitioning. So he was still with the older generation moving into the newer generation. So just randomly on this episode, I wanted to talk about betting lines. And I might start making this a, a weekly thing because uh, I know people, when it comes to money, people tend to listen more for some reason. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, I found that I understand the lines pretty good. Not not to the point where I'm like winning. Last week I was 2-2 two and two in my picks. So last week I picked Carolina minus 3. That was a bad pick. But I picked... Houston minus 19 and a half. And even though they lost by more, it was still the right bet because that's too many points for a pro football team. And the way I look at it is, is these guys are million, all of them are millionaires. Okay. And when they're disrespected by a line like that, they're going to show up and play really, really hard. And, you know, I think the, the spread was 22. So it was close, right? Being wrong isn't always bad because at least you're on the right side, you know, and if you are on the right side, you're going to make money. Okay. You're going to make money in the end. All right. So I was two and two last week. Those are my two bad ones. My two good ones. I picked the Titans plus four and a half. Now you look back, you're like, Oh, of course we didn't know that before. You know, we did not know that, but you know what? The thing I go back to with the Kansas city chiefs, they only pay 14 people on their front seven. What does that mean? The people who are called to stop the run, the, the, Guys who are paid to stop the run. The only other team that pays less people is the Miami Dolphins, and the Miami Dolphins are one in six. Okay. So I do think that is a problem, and I don't think that's going away. As long as they play a team that can run the ball, they will lose that game, and I will take that team in the bet. Right. Um, if they're playing a team that's pretty finesse, I would probably, you know, it goes either way, depending on how they recover from this, depending on how the Kansas City Chiefs recover from this. I don't know where they stand. So I'll, Going to that a little bit later. So I got that one right. And then I also got the Detroit plus, they were like plus uh, 14 or something, so some huge number as well, which is not normal for a pro game. But I knew that game was going to be close. You got Jared Goff playing against his old team. You got Matt Stafford going back. You know, that game, it just felt like that game was going to be close no matter what. So I went, I went two and two in that. Now the other thing is college games are a lot easier to predict. You know, you got to kind of do a little bit of research, but you got to try to find a common opponent, okay, with college games. So I'm going to go into a few college games. But really, what this is about, okay, is the games to stay away from. And I can tell you why they are to stay away from, okay? Um, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you some, some thoughts on games that are, like, iffy. But the first game is this week, Green Bay and Arizona. Now, naturally – you know, Green Bay, they're a good football, you know, good football team. Uh, Devontae Adams just got put on the COVID-19 list. So the line actually moved three points. It went from three and a half to six and a half, okay, towards Arizona. Like Arizona's at home. The line is minus, minus six and a half for Arizona. 
the pro betters they bet Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. You should bet Tuesday because this is a good this is a good number. It's a minus six and a half. If Arizona wins by seven, this is a good line. Now, last year Green Bay was in a similar situation when they played Tampa. They were looking really good. They go play Tampa. Tampa blows them out. This feels like that game. Devontae Adams is their best player. He pulls double coverage. He's the reason why their offense is as good as it is. I don't think this game's close. I think the game was going to be close with Devontae Adams. I don't think it's close. I think it's a 10 to 21 point victory. I would take Arizona. I think that's a sure bet at negative at minus six and a half. If it goes up to seven, I would stay away from it. The the Miami Buffalo game, I was, you know, I was going back and forth on this, but I don't think I would bet this game because the last time I wanted to take Miami plus a high a high number, they were playing Tampa Bay back in like week four. It was plus 10 at the moment, right? And uh, I took Miami. I said, oh, they're going to – oh, it's not going to be. Miami's good, you know. Last year they were 10-6. and six. They're good. Take that, right? And no, no. They uh, got blown out, okay? I don't like Miami this year. They're bad. There's a good chance Buffalo blows them out, but there's also a good chance that they show up and fight because they got Tua back. It, I would stay away from that game. Don't bet that game, okay? All right, Carolina and Atlanta. This, these are division rivals. These are two bad teams right now. Okay, two very bad teams. I wouldn't bet this game. It's a minus two and a half for Atlanta. Would not bet this game. I guess if you had to pick somebody, I would take Atlanta, but I don't like that. Like, I, I would not bet this game. I would stay away from this game. I wouldn't even think about it. Uh, I think Carolina is better than they've been playing, so they could cut, turn it around. I don't think Sam Darnold is is done yet. I think he's going to fight for his job, uh, and hopefully with the Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson rumors, I think you'll see a, a very uh, – uh, valiant effort by him. I don't, but I, I don't like it. Stay away from it. Philly and Detroit, probably a game to stay away from, but I think Detroit's been playing real tough lately and it's hard to bet on a bad team. So, I mean, if, if, if you're kind of iffy as I am, I probably wouldn't bet this, but Detroit plus three and a half, that looks pretty good. Cause if they lose by three or less, you know, you're in good shape and Philly's not a good team. They got a good. They got good lines, and their lines played bad. Uh, offensive and defensive line played bad last week. But um, if, if I had to take a team, I'd take Detroit plus three and a half right now. Now, if the if the line gets closer to Detroit, where it goes plus three, you know, plus one, I would stay away from this game. You know, uh, Pittsburgh and Cleveland probably a game to stay away from. But you know what? Pittsburgh's won two games in a row now. They're off a bye. I think you take Pittsburgh here, plus three and a half right now, okay? Uh, I don't – if this line gets closer to uh, Pittsburgh where it goes plus three or plus two, I'd probably stay away from it. But as long as it's over three, I would I would take Pittsburgh in this. I think Pittsburgh's going to gonna play tough. I don't know if they win the game, but I think they're going to play tough. I think the game's going to be ugly. Um, Tennessee and Indy, uh, minus – it's a minus one. Don't bet this game. Uh, and you might say, oh, Tennessee's – so so there's two types of betters, right? There's a square better and a, and a sharp better. I would say I'm a sharp better, and I occasionally will bet a square bet. This is a square bet if you take Tennessee. If you take Tennessee minus one, this is a square bet. Every year this team splits. This team goes back and forth. If you're going to take a team, you take Indy. I wouldn't bet it, though, because Tennessee could could run away with it. I don't think they will. I think, I think Indy's playing really well. Don't don't bet this game. Cincinnati and New York Jets. Cincinnati's minus ten. Uh, I wouldn't bet this game either because Cincinnati 
hasn't been consistent enough for me. Uh, I mean, it's this is one season, okay? They, they've been good this year. They're, they're very good. They should win this game by 21 points, and they probably will. On the off chance the Jets are coming off an ugly, ugly loss, remember, these guys make millions and millions of dollars. They might decide to work out hard, or they might decide to practice hard this week and have a good game plan. These coaches are getting paid millions of dollars. I wouldn't bet this game. I would not. Stay away from this game. Next one, LA Rams and Houston. This is my one square bet of the week. Houston has been getting killed. It's a very square bet. A square bets this. LA Rams minus 14 and a half. But I'm telling you, you should bet this. I The Rams are good. The Houston's very, very bad. Uh, Jacksonville and Seattle. Uh, the line's at like minus three and a half towards Seattle or two and a half towards Seattle. I think it's three and a half right now towards Seattle. I, uh, I don't like Seattle without Russell Wilson and Jackson. I, I don't know. I don't know what you're getting out of Jacksonville right now. I wouldn't bet this game. It's too close. If the line was a little bit different, I think if the line was more like plus, uh, plus seven or, uh, for Jacksonville, I'd probably take Jacksonville, um, Washington and Denver minus three, uh, uh Denver's minus three. I wouldn't bet this game either. Both these teams are bad. I don't know what's going to happen. You don't know either. Just leave it alone. Tampa Bay and New Orleans. I think I think Tampa Bay is a pretty sure bet. They're a minus five. You got Tom Brady. You got the best. I, I, this is a sure bet. New Orleans is a four and two, a bad four and two team. Their defense is very good, but they're still a bad four and two team. I would take Tampa Bay minus five. Um, Dallas and Minnesota, that's a, the line is negative three and a half towards Dallas. I'd probably stay away from this game. I think Minnesota is very, very good. And I, their roster is very good. I would just stay away from the game. I, I do think Dallas wins, but I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota wins, you know, they're coming off a bye too. Uh, New York giants and Kansas city. Um, so yeah, this one, this is the one, okay. This is the bet that. A square would take the KC, KC plus or minus 10. And the sharps or the uh, the wise guys might tell you to stay away from this. I am I would tell you probably to stay away. But if you had to bet, I would bet New York Giants plus 10. Here's why. They've been blown out two times since Joe Judge took over. He's, he's coached last year and this year. They've only been blown out twice. They blown, got blown out by the Rams this year in week six, 38 to 11. And they got blown out last year in September. That was early on in the year to the 49ers, 36 to 9. That's it. Every other game has been 10 points or less. The bet is to bet the Giants. Okay. I would take the Giants. And even if you lose, even if they lose by 14, you're still on the right side of the bet. It's not always about being right, it's about getting the bet right. Here's some college games I like. Totally random. Few weeks ago, um, OSU was playing Maryland, and I used to be coached by the head coach for Maryland. Okay, now I do have inside information. He wasn't a good coach. I would have taken OSU minus whatever their their spread was. Now the game was four. Uh, uh, Maryland was four and one at the time, and so was Ohio State. The spread was probably close. I would have taken Ohio State all day. Last week, I went two and one of my college picks. I took Ohio State over Akron. They were minus 19 and a half. They won by like 40. Okay. Then I also took Buffalo. They were minus 12 and a half over, um, I'm sorry, the Ohio State game was over uh, Indiana. Buffalo State plays Akron. 
They were favored minus 12 and a half. I took them. They won 45 to 10. I also took Hawaii uh, minus, it was 17 and a half over uh, NMSU, New Mexico State University. The game ended up being a 14-point spread. Hawaii ended up winning by 14, which I lost the bet. But I was on the right side. I was only three points off. Okay? So very close and being perfect in my college bets. So my college bets this week, I like – well, I I recommend not betting this game, but if you had to bet a game, I, I, I kind of like this game. Number two, Cincinnati and Tulane. Okay, Tulane is a plus 25.5 point underdog, right? They're 25.5 point underdog. They played Oklahoma really close this year. I would take Tulane plus 25.5 if you had to take a team in this game. I would say probably stay away from the game. But Cincinnati is not a true number two team in the country. They play Navy played them tough last week. I would not be surprised if Tulane lost by less than 26 points. Okay. Uh, Buffalo and Bowling Green. Now, Bowling Green's terrible program. They haven't been good for a very long time. Buffalo, like I just told you, just blew out Akron. Buffalo's favored by 13 and a half. Take Buffalo minus 13 and a half. Stanford and Washington. Stanford's played a lot of tough games this year. Washington's very bad. Washington's not usually a bad program. Washington's very bad. Stanford minus two for sure. Fresno and San Diego State. This is kind of a pick em game. Fresno's the underdog at one and a half. I think I would take Fresno here. Fresno's kind of like the favorite team in the Mountain West right now. San Diego State's been a very good team for a long time. Um, I like Fresno in that game. Uh, U of A and USC. So U of A is plus 20 and a half. Now, if you look at U of A's games, they've really only been blown out once. Well, that's not true. They've been blown out about three times, but USC is not good right now. They're not good. Take U of A plus 20 and a half. They're going to lose by less than 20. Okay. They haven't won a game yet, so they're, they're going to lose. Um, those are my college picks. We'll check them. We'll see how we do this week. And uh, we'll be back next week. This is James Montgomery, and this was the Stinger Podcast with Sports Bets.